I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Today, Allison is about getting real sweepy. She's so sweepy. And then having some dreams. There's a dream. So you see a man. Have your dreams recently been ones that are just absolutely positively one that you do not want to go into anymore? Or are they okay? Oh, my dreams? Yeah, your dreams. Oh, they've been buckwild as fucking usual. Really? Yeah. Do you have a lot of buckwild dreams? I constantly have buckwild dreams. I don't know why. <laughs> I would love to have one dream that isn't fucking insane. Um, but constantly I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I could tell you about one if you'd like. Yeah, do you remember usually what happened? Usually I can remember bits and pieces. Okay. Or like, I feel like I've been having a lot of like three-act dreams lately. What? Where there's like three separate events that are all weird. Um, okay. And they're unrelated but like connected. three short stories? Yeah, it's, it's totally like three like three vignettes. A dream anthology? Yeah. Okay, what's your, what's your like, freakiest one that you've had? Well, this one that I had recently, it Im- involved a friend of ours. Okay. Who I won't name, but it was someone that we... You can tell me later. Yeah, it was someone that we had both hung out with recently. <laughs> Does it rhyme with Burry? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I think I dreamed about this person specifically because I hadn't seen them in a while. Okay. Um, but it was... Okay, so this friend of ours was doing a burlesque performance, mm-hmm. and I was going with them. Um, to like hang out and help and whatever. Yeah. And they were doing this performance in which they had half a tooth in their mouth, oh, just no. loose, oh, and they, no. they transferred it into the mouth of someone else during the act. Oh, no. Um, and then, so everyone was very excited to see this performance in the audience, and then the people, people started to get wind that involved a half a tooth. Yeah. And they were like, is that, is that legal? And then they called the police. Okay. And then the police came. Oh no! About the half a tooth, because that was a crime apparently. And then I had to, I had to stay there all night at that venue. Yeah. And then eventually get get my turn to talk to the police. Yes. And try to explain to them that this was an art performance <laughs> and not a crime. And I don't think just having a half a tooth loose is a crime. I think it is. <laughs> hey, and this is interesting because, like, the motif of, like, teeth falling out yeah. is very, very common. I have them all the time. It's very common. But this is, like, a very distinct teeth it's falling out. Really it's really weird. really weird. Now, do you recognize the venue that you went to? No. No. Okay. Do you, in dreams, do you have places that you have the feeling that you've been there before oh absolutely do you think you've actually been there before is just your brain no i've had places that i know are fictional places my brain has created that, that i've bizarre? been to more than once i yeah. definitely have done there's that. the one that i like remember most vividly lately is um this little like um japanese like conveni convenience yeah. store that um in my dream is like right up the hill from my house that i grew up in yes okay um and in multiple dreams i have gone there i have been excited to bring other people there i have wandered around the okay. size has changed that's so interesting but it's always in the same place and there's always the same type of store that's bizarre why do our brains do that they're fucked up <laughs> the only dreams i have had recently the ones that i remember is um it's the same type of dream wherein i get to go to disney world finally again and i haven't planned anything <laughs> 
the most Courtney dream <laughs> I've ever heard of. I have no fast passes. I have no dinner reservations. It is crowded. <laughs> we don't know what kind of ride we want to go on. No one can commit. It is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh, God. I hate it. Um, I forgot my notes. Okay, I'm ready to get serious about dreams, Allison. Okay. I need... Ooh, it was a spooky oh, dream. Spooky little ghost. Um, I'm ready to get serious about dreams. Can you tell us the Netflix description for this episode of The X-Files? I will, but again, The, the X-Files has not been on Netflix for many a month. <laughs> I still cannot forget. Okay, so uh, Season 8, Episode 7, Via Negativa. While Scully is in the hospital for undisclosed reasons, Doggett investigates the identical deaths of 20 cult members and two FBI agents. Our dog has joined us. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, there he goes. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, there he goes. What's up, buddy? This, so, this whole day, we're, we're recording a little bit later than usual. Yeah. I kind of got that funny, that funny feeling. I feel like we got a substitute teacher today. Right? <laughs> it's about dreams. Yeah, this episode's about dreams. Well, here's, I want to explain to you how Frank Spotnitz got the idea for this episode. Okay. So he was inspired to write Via Negativa after a rafting trip in which a friend of a friend mentioned a disturbing visual. A tube of toothpaste that, when opened, oozed human blood. Ooh. I'm into it. <laughs> um, it's like that cotton candy toothpaste. You know the, like, stuff you used as oh, a kid? Oh, yeah. It was, like, jelly and Bright red. pink, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I definitely had some Sparkle Princess pink tooth- toothpaste. Okay. They put sparkles in toothpaste, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Which what is wild. Was now that, that now that we know things about like sparkles, sparkles and, and like microplastics, that, yeah. went, that went into our bodies. Oh yeah, so many microplastics. Uh, what, are you kidding me? <laughs> orbits. Orbits were orbits were beads. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You think we just have like an organ? In our body, that's just collecting all that junk. Oh yeah, we got a we got a little like plastic catch somewhere. A, a gizzard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ooh. Um. So, Spotnitz then uh, realized that wasn't going to fit anywhere. Uh, the the blood paste. <laughs> okay. okay. Um. And so instead, he came up with the idea of a cult trying to reach a higher plane of existence, but instead stumbling into a lower, darker plane. I do not see the connection there. Is what? it just do about dreams between uh, cults and blood toothpaste? <laughs> I guess. You know what they say. You drink the toothpaste. Yep, they yep. say that. Uh-huh. I've heard them. Instead of Kool-Aid. Um, so we start this episode with a cop in a car or an FBI yeah. agent, and then the other FBI agent comes and he does the thing that my cat does if you pet her and you're not me or my roommate. Yeah. Which is she goes, bop, 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 three times with her little paw. Three? Yeah. You should usually go, da, 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 da. Bop, bop. <laughs> no, it is always three. Aww. <laughs> Just bop, bop, bop. <laughs> Does she ask, like, she asked to be let in? To what? To do whatever. Yeah, but that's not why she bops. Oh, uh, why she bop? Um, she bops because you've pet her and you're not one of her people. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, I know the bop. But yes, she does. She does scratch at the bathroom door to be let in while you're pooping, mm-hmm. and then she comes in and she kind of looks at you, and yeah. sometimes she'll get in the bathtub, and then sometimes she just like wants to know where you are, and so when she's satisfied, then she scratches to get back out again. Oh, excellent. <laughs> 
Which is why it's nice when my when my roommate's not home and I can poop with the door open. Yeah, because the then you can just do what she pleases. My I uh, was babysitting. Ooh. What? I think your dog farted. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look, my dog's been a little bit... He's had some problems lately. He's had the itchies, as we had said on this podcast. I'm sorry my dog's stinks so bad. It's okay. We're working it out. I love him anyway. I also want to part the curtain a little bit. <laughs> um, we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if if this episode seems a little disjointed, it's within 13 minutes, I, A, forgot my notes, B, Allison had to go to the washroom, C, dog came in, D, dog farted, <laughs> and also my mouth was full of yam fries, so this has been a real great We're start. We're really doing our best. Oh, boy. Okay, so two FBI agents. Yeah, there is, and then they go, they're like, hey, he's like, don't sleep, and then they go into the <laughs> thing that they're doing a stay good on which turns out to be a cult house well they say lights out door open yeah can't lose can't lose except you kind of can't because there's 20 dead cult members in there and some bloody footprints a real heaven's gate situation uh with a very nice uh great gatsby mural yeah dr tj eckelbert made a made a a little appearance there sure did and as a teacher and a past student, I still don't understand what that eye represents. Mm, God? Or just, like, a big eye. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes an eye is eye. Sometimes an eye is just an eye, and that's yeah. what I say. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Freud. So- <laughs> no, Freud would be like, mm, that's a penis. <laughs> That's a pink eye, if you know what I mean. Um. Okay. So a man, a man has a third eye. Man has a third eye. This is the little. This is the tricky trick stuff that's been happening. This is going to happen throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. Now, I do want to state: Is this episode good? No. no. Is the plot fine? No. no. Are the effects okay? Spooky. Was the lighting good? Oh, very good. Very good. Mm, yeah. Could I follow the plot? No. Not at all. So we're going to tell you the point by point. Let's just, just tell you our favorite things. Our favorite... It's <laughs> just like, like, just like Oprah used to do. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to... Hey, do you want to just do it like this? You know what? Let's shoot the shit. Let's just talk about our five favorite things of this episode. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. And we don't have to do it. No. I think we've cracked the case. So far in. <laughs> we are, like, are we, are we, have we hit 200 yet? Oh, we're so close. We're so, so fucking close. What if we just do, like, a best of? <laughs> Like a listicle. <laughs> okay? Getting BuzzFeed up in here. Look. Um, the, because I just, I literally just have my favorite things. Yeah. And that's it. That's fine. Because I don't know. I have my favorite things in a few arguments. Okay, okay. Why don't we do just a, let's just do a, like a five point dissertation on what this plot, what we can conceive of this plot. Okay. And then we're going to back up and then we're going to just talk about our favorite things. Okay, cool. Okay? Yeah. Um, so, here's the thing. 
there is a cult leader. Yeah. And he has gained a higher a higher presence or, or something high- by doing some hallucinogenic drugs. drugs. And he is able to he is so close to God that he's able to go into each other's into others' dreams. Yeah. And kill them? Yeah. We manifest their worst nightmares and yeah. it kills them. And it kills them. Because if you die in dreams, you die in real life. As we all know. Uh-huh. Um, why does he do this? It's like he can't stop. Yeah, he doesn't want to be doing it. And yeah. he does try and stop himself later in the episode. So I think he's just like, accident- he w- got what he wanted, but he didn't realize that, uh, as Frank Spotnitz said, well, he thought he was trying to get to a higher plane of existence, but he just got to a, like, a worse, darker, better one. Like we are in, in 2019. Okay. Yes, 2018 was our pleasant, was so pleasant. <laughs> well, it's been a slow ride. I guess so, I guess so. Yeah, and so at the end, he dies. Yeah. Uh, and we're free. Uh-huh. And Doug is very upset because there's been a crime, but no one has solved it. <laughs> what? He just poked me with his little foot. I'm sorry. Did he try to push you out of the way? Yeah. Yeah, he does that. Okay, let's do... Uh, uh, top five. <laughs> You're going to say top fries. Top fries. Top I'm, five. Top five. Okay, what's your number one thing that you loved in this episode or was just okay? <laughs> notable. What's your notable quotable? My notable <laughs> quotable. Yeah. Well, okay, so Scully's pregnant. Okay. Um, Is that really? No, that's not it. Okay. That's the setup. Okay. So who's taken on this case? It's Skinner and Doggett. Yeah. Together at last. There was some energy there's some energy we will i'm sure in our top five there we'll talk about the very specific part of the energy but i'm okay with just having i enjoyed these boys not Mulder and scully in any of the (laughs) x-files yeah right yeah just kind of being like there if you need them you know pick up a phone maybe yeah so that way the actors still get work but we really didn't need them. No. Doggett and Skinner had this one handled. Okay, that's good. My first favorite thing is Skinner's clean custom linen gloves <laughs> that he does for detective yeah. solving. Now, the X-Files is not known to wear gloves, anyone. No. In the X-Files. These aren't like those latex shit. They are custom made. Either because he's allergic to latex or he's got style. <laughs> right? Both. Both. Yeah, he wears them to to look at this crime where the top, the 20 people had died. He also gets custom prophylactics. Oh, yeah. Because of his latex allergy and his size. <laughs> you can, you did, that's a myth. <laughs> You can put anything in a condom. Yeah, that's true. You can put anything in there. What do they use instead of latex for other condoms? I don't know. Like that. Do they use that, like, spray-on paint? What? (laughs) Wait. You know the spray-on paint that you use, like, the the dip stuff that you use for, like, cosplay and boats to make them waterproof? Yeah, they make condoms out of that for sure. It's just like, let's just spray this right on your bits and go to town. Right? Just that old seal. Nothing's getting out of there. Or (laughs) you just put super glue on the end of your dick. (laughs) Or how about, you know, for Halloween where you have the spray web? (laughs) (laughs) Just coat that bad boy in silly spring. It's like a fun infertile mummy. Don't. Get it near a candle, though. It will catch on fire. Okay, what's your second good thing about this episode? (laughs) I'm Um, not. I'm not talking about this episode in order. It does not deserve it. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, I okay. 
This is this is not maybe a favorite thing, but it's something I wanted this episode made me want to discuss. Okay, about. yeah, yeah, we can do that. Um, so this guy has a third eye. Yes. If you could have a third anything, where would it be? What would you choose? And where would it be? Yeah. Um. So anything you traditionally have two of. I mean, I kind of want an eye, but down there, you know. Yeah. Just <laughs> blinking up at you. No, just to see you know Ooh. business. Look, is my dog still farting? <laughs> Oh, Pepper Jack. <laughs> oh, oh so no. Big. I'm removing the dog. He's getting removed. Evicted oh, for farting too much. Okay. We're stinky. going off the rails. Stinky dog evicted. Uh, no, I would have an eye down there because then I could just check it out. You know. Just what's going on. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Keeping an eye on those pH levels. <laughs> nice. Well, where would you have? What would you have and where would it be? I would probably have like, um, oh boy. I didn't think about my own questions. Oh. Would you ha- <laughs> We're fucking professionals. Would you have an eye like inside? An inside eye. Yeah, you're like, what's going? Hey, what? yeah, I would have an eye inside my colon. Yeah, and so just I used to be like, see. how's it going in here, guys? Yeah, what's it like today? <laughs> Pretty bad, I assume. <laughs> or in the large intestine, so you kind of know, like, yeah, yeah, you get like a one day's notice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think you get pink eye though. <laughs> you definitely get pink. Oh, your one eye, your third Can eye, which is always a pink eye. It would be. so so sore all the time how do you apply the eye drops you'd swallow them <laughs> just drink like a fucking eight ounce glass of eye drops i don't think that works i think you'd have to go up the other way oh so really okay long. yeah look i'll keep my labia eye okay <laughs> dang okay that's pretty good can i tell you my second favorite please dog it and skinner Break down a door. Hell yeah, they do. Together. Together. Where? Why? What door are they breaking down? Um, they're trying to get in. So that one FBI agent they found dead in his car, and the other one that was supposed to be there was at his condo. He was sweeping. He was sweeping. He also died, but that yeah. was the door they broke down. Yeah. Okay. It was good. You know, I'm used to the Mulder kick the door. Yeah. Um, Docket shoulder check the door. And you w- you lost it. I didn't think I'd be into it. But the veracity and the speed in which that door popped right open, Doggett ran in one side and Skinner sliced the pie and went right in afterwards. I, my downstairs was wet. <laughs> And then it still is. Oh, you juiced your old jeans, huh? Uh huh. What's number two mm, or three? Yeah, mine's number three. Yeah. Um. Okay. So what? My number three thing. So basically, this guy's been doing all this stuff with hallucinogens. Yeah. And where does he get those? Um. And it turns out that he uses a payphone to call the guy that makes all his drugs, and then Skinner and um Doggett end up going there. Yeah. And my favorite thing is that nobody seems to give a shit. That this man is manufacturing a hallucinogenic drug. Super amphetamines as well. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and and no one seems to care that that's probably a crime because ostensibly it's like there's this, there's this, um, the hallucinogen that's supposed to be is uh, from this plant that grows in Africa. Yeah. Wow. And- How did you get that? I did not get that at 
Wikipedia. Well, I know. Oh, Wikipedia. Okay. I was like, that didn't, they didn't tell us in the No, episode, they mentioned they? the name of oh, the drink, of the plant. Okay, but, okay. Um, and then, so, but this, the, this plant that's a hallucinogen is a schedule one drug. <laughs> so, Oopsie. like, literally, there's one point in the episode where, and this is after you've seen the man's massive drug lab, <laughs> where he admits to manufacturing methamphetamines, uh, where Skinner says something like, legal or not. <laughs> And it's like, it's not! It's not legal! You think Doggett would sniff out that crime pretty be- like this better. This is not like a scientific facility with a license to manufacture. This no. is a man's old garage. With a lot of rats. Yeah. Um, can I tell you a th- thing that's my favorite, my third favorite thing that's yeah. piggybacked off of that? Okay. How they figured out um, where the call went to is they tracked the... Um, they tracked... What's it called? The phone? The, pho- the payphone? The payphone. Mm-hmm. I don't... I've forget what those things are called i haven't seen one in ages um they track the payphone and where the payphone called and they track it to the rat man mm-hmm. but like they showed the sheet <laughs> of each phone number that they yeah and where it and went. like and where it went and like i would say four up four calls before that one it just said riddles <laughs> Does someone call, like, a Riddles hotline? Yeah, yeah, Riddles hotline! (laughs) This is Riddles hotline! (laughs) What is black and white and blue all over? I'll never tell! (laughs) And then you jerk off to it. Yeah. I assume. As it makes sense, yeah. God. That'd be a great gig. Yeah, just Riddles Hotline? Well, because here's the thing. If it's a Riddles Hotline kink, I assume the kink is, like, not knowing the riddle. Yeah, like that shame of not being able to answer it. So you're just on the other side. You could say whatever the fuck you want. Doesn't even have to be a riddle. (laughs) Three men. Wait, I got one. Three men were sitting on a bench. What am I? <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes me so horny. I'm so good at this. You're very good I'm at gonna it. I'm going to start it. <laughs> Dang. <sighs> oh, Riddle's phone. I love you. What's your What's your next favorite thing? Um, my next favorite thing, my fourth favorite thing, is when um, Scully gives Doggett head. Excuse me? Doggett's in a dream. Yeah. And he looks down, and he's holding Scully's head. <laughs> Why? That's a pretty good head. Why is why does Doggett dream about killing Scully? Yeah, that's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because the whole concept is like the the guy with the third eye can't control himself because he got too close to the evil son. Yeah, the to evil god, I guess. Bad god is bad god just Satan? Yes. Oh, in some religions. But you know what? Hey, here's the thing. I don't know a lot about Christianity. <laughs> But some of the stuff that God has done is real whack. Pretty bad, actually, you know? Um, it's pretty bad stuff. You got that uh, that Bible verse that I gave you? I do, you? yeah. Do you, do you remember what it was? And do you want me to read it to you? I would you? love you to. Let's talk about how fucking... Um, God? God? Uh, it's not great. I, I mean, God, he's got some... He's got some stuff to work out. He's got some out. stuff to work out. <laughs> Uh, Allison, I'd like you to open up your Bible to Ezekiel twenty three twenty. Uh huh. You there? Yeah, I got it. Um, so I'm using the New Living Translation. I'm actually on BibleHub.com. Nice. <laughs> this must be the most googled uh, passage on the Bible because it is, I think, the horniest. Yeah. 
she lusted after her level lovers with genitals as large as a donkey's and admissions like those of a horse. Damn. Horse kink originated in the Bible. <laughs> he come like a stallion. <laughs> now, it's very good because um, that there's some horny versions of the Bible, but yeah. like the King James Bible was like, for she doted upon their paramours whose flesh is as the flesh of asses and whose issue is like the issue of horses. They don't say, and then some are like, yeah, the semen was a lot. <laughs> There's like 20 versions of the Bible. Did you know that? Yeah, there's, there's one that's many. just like, this bitch loves donkey balls. <laughs> Yeah, it actually says that. that's what it means. It actually says that, huh? Webster's Bible translation is totally into that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my favorite Bible verse. Now. Okay, cool. I'm going to embroider it on a pillow. <laughs> and I'm going to have it, like, displayed. And people are going to be like, oh, I didn't know they were religious. I'm like, Google it. <laughs> Google it. It's a horny one. <laughs> it's a horny you one. You know, the though. Bible is a horny one. <laughs> um. Is it turn for my favorite thing or your favorite thing? It's a uh, time for your favorite thing. Okay. Um, two words. Mm. Chekhov saw. Chekhov saw! So, Baron, yeah. is this in the rat area or is this in the... Which area is it? Uh, we see, Okay, we first see the saw the first time they go to the drug lab. Yes. And there is a very... Mm, there's a very... The camera drifts across this saw. Yeah, this table saw. And, and I think Dog is playing dog is with spins it. it yeah. And we see that the the drug the guy that makes the drugs has cut his forehead in an X shape yeah. with uh different with different small point sharp sharp thing. Razors. Yeah. Razors. There you go. <laughs> and then we come back to it after the rats. Yes, after the rats. So they're they have this the head of the um the cult cornered. And he it's it's as if, like, he doesn't want to do what he's been doing, so he tries to kill himself by putting his head into a moving saw. Uh-huh. It, the X-Files ain't fucking around. They're not fucking around! Because it is, he screams, and the splatter on Dockett's face is a lot. Mm -hmm. And then they don't even cut, they cut to him in the hospital. Yeah. He's still alive. And there's, like, a nurse there who's like, hey, put a cold compress on that head there. <laughs> to hold in all the brains? Yeah. The X-Files ain't fucking around. Nope. And I'm okay with it. <laughs> uh, what's another good thing that you like about this episode? Um, The other thing that I like about this episode is that watching it made me realize that the lone gunmen uh, are the easiest game of fuck, marry, kill that's ever existed. <laughs> Okay, I just want to get it straight. Yeah. Gerblin, we get rid of. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suit, we marry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Garth, we, Garth, we okay. fuck. I just wanted to make sure. You know sure. Garth gets gnarly. <laughs> you know Garth eats ass. <laughs> you know Garth eats hella ass. <laughs> I just wanted to make and sure. And his emissions? <laughs> like wine. <Equine>. Like <laughs> Nice. And his balls are of that as a donkey. <laughs> um, they actually get called in. Yeah. Because I think Scully is indisposed because she's pregnant. Yeah. And so they're like, you know what? Doggett needs some spooky help. Let's call in these fucking jagoffs. Uh, 
And do they help, like, at all? No, they just, like, kind of listen to what Doggett has to say, and they're like, I don't know, man, sounds weird. <laughs> they do do a slideshow, and I think the X-Files is missing they, a slideshow. They come in, they talk a lot about MK Ultra, yeah, and then yeah. they fuck right yeah, off. They're like, I think it was just like, it's an Eastern religion. Wink. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know. Maybe their contract was... When, did their show start... That their show was canceled around now or something? Yeah, this is like December 2001. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Um, but actually, they brought them in because they knew Scully wasn't going to be in the episode much. Ah, because we need that wacky sidekick sort of thing. Yeah. Right? We need someone to come in and talk a lot about MK Ultra. <laughs> Please. Um, my next favorite thing... This is your last one. Is it? Yeah. Okay, my last one is... Ooh, I think I'm going to talk about... Someone gave Mark Snow a didgeridoo. <laughs> they sure did. And it was when they put the drug rat guy in jail. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Mark Snow's like, you know what this whole ambiance needs? Some Australian flavor. <laughs> and he didgeridoos it. So this is the scene with the rats, right? Yeah, yeah. I do have a note I want to read about okay. that scene. Yeah. Is that your rat noise? It's my rat noise. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, I'm a rat. Is that what they say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So for this scene, um, in preparing the scene where this character is eaten by rats, yeah. uh, the director spent a whole day shooting inserts of rats. In total, the film crew used 500 rats. Oh, my God. And initially, Warmby had, that's the director, had an issue getting a shot where the rats congregate in the middle of a room. In order to fix this, animal trainers continually released more rats until the middle part of the room was finally covered. The crew later spent many hours painting out rat droppings in that shot. Oh, my God. Why wouldn't you just put, like, peanut butter in the center? Because they're of the- just like, eh, put more rats on it. Oh, my God. That's just like Hollywood. Just put more rats sure, in we it. We just need more rats. Anything. Oh, well, just, just put the rats in there. That's funny that you think it's, like, decency laws that they couldn't show poop. Or they just didn't want in there. Oh, maybe. I mean, they fucking show a guy putting his head into a saw. <laughs> they sure do. But poop? Mm, can't. No, nope, can't. can't do no, it. No, 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 no. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, I have an honorable mention okay. for when, at the end of the episode, um, uh, Dog gets in bed and he's just almost, he was about to chop himself with an axe and Skelly wakes him up. Well, do you want to talk about the that last part, the like the lighting? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. It was just, it was interesting. It, it was blue light that blinked on and off, mm-hmm. and every time it blinked on, the camera was in a different position, or it was a different camera. Um, I found it interesting. Yeah, like, it, was, I liked it was very it. artsy. Yeah, it was very art. It was very, like, Twin Peaks. Yeah. Um, so kudos for that, I guess, for being interesting, but the rest of this was just kind of like, it was spooky. The feeling was spooky, but the plot just kind of, bleh. Yeah, I don't know. People liked the dreamlike qualities of this, yeah. but I <laughs> So what was the last so Scully Scully wakes him up. Yeah, and then he just like super has a boner. Oh, that's That was it. it. So you really like really uh you really jumped in with a sort of erudite Sorry. thoughts about cinema and I was just like <laughs> Doug it had a boner. Sorry. And then I ring my little triangle and I wear my little hat. Uh what does it say on your hat? It says I'm a dumbass. 
<laughs> it's Twoo. That's why we love you. Let's rate this fucker. Okay. I rate on a spooky scale. One is not spooky. Five is too spooky. I give this a two. Yeah. It's kind of... Yeah, yeah. It's just spooks. Like, it was gro- it was grody. Yeah. Some of it was grody. Uh, I rate on a rage scale. It means one is a, a really great episode, um, and... First person shooter is the worst episode we've watched to date, yeah. so it goes all the way up to that. Um, and this one I'm going to give a uh, seven. Yeah. Two sevens in a row. Now, how would you like. What? How would you like to hear how someone else rates the X Files? Because um, I found a review. What? On IMDb of this television show. Uh huh. That I think I would like you to hear. Okay, is it about this episode or about the? No, it's about the show in general. But I felt it was important. Okay, let's do that. And you can tell me if you feel like it applies to a this episode, and b the entire series. Okay, great. Now this review was done on October twentieth, two thousand two, by Too Cynical to Speak. I mean, I get it. Uh, They've given the show ten stars with the title "The Most Intricately Perfect Work of Art." I, you lost me. Uh, Wait, 10 out of how many stars? 10. Oh, no. They go on to say, I find it hard to comment on the X-Files because it simply transcends words. It's an intelligent masterpiece, an epos of beautiful, complicated scenarios, plots, and characters, eruditely taking on the grayest of areas, confronting those things under your bed and inside your closet, thus bringing new meaning to the fears brought on by the conventions and the imprudent obstinacy of social norms. What the fuck? I, you lost me. The script, the actors, and the direction make the most unbelievable seem believable and the unfathomable fathomably real. Allison, hold on. This was written by Chris Carter, wasn't it? Maybe. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> the words are very bad. They are. So thought-provoking that if you really let yourself dwell in its essence, it can change the way you see the world, Mm. if only just by believing in the conviction that the truth is out there. I hate it. You don't don't think this episode was an intricately perfect work of art? It was trying really hard to be. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was like, ooh, we can do fancy thing with the camera and the lighting. And the lighting was interesting. Maybe not good, but interesting. Yeah. And different. Maybe it was just different. Just, like, different, yeah. And that doesn't necessarily mean interesting. It just means you caught my attention a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, The plot was very bad and mediocre and needed to be fleshed out because it was as if I was so distracted by everything else, I could not tell you what was going on. Yeah, and there were definitely some threads of, like, weird... Eurocentric, yeah, like othering of Eastern religions and shit. You know, just some, just just same old, same, same old X Files. Yeah. Remember when we were like, "Oh, this is season's too good for us." <laughs> I'm regretting that. Allison, I think it's time for some personal X Files. Yay! Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Hit me. Um, there's been some real wacky stuff in the news lately. Uh Uh-huh. So, I want to, I think we have to cover it. I think we're the only reputable news source um, to cover such an event that's so close to our heart. Yeah, that's so important to us personally. Yeah, um, I'm talking about the Area 51 raid. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I do want to mention on the same day that um, 150 jackasses stormed Area 51 or tried to or talked about it, um, 
a bunch of schools were shut down because kids uh, went on strike because of climate change. Yeah, climate strike um, around the world. So there's really a duality of <laughs> real. 2019 that I'm feeling not so okay a real with. dichotomy. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is from Forbes. Two million people said they would storm Area 51, but only 150 showed up. <laughs> I like Forbes because it gives us, like, the key background, and it also gives us some tweets, uh, specifically the that one where the guy from uh, Fox News is in the desert and someone Naruto runs behind him, yeah. which is just a fucking classic. Um, so I'm going to go over the key background to this. Okay. Just in case you're not aware of it. Uh, it also has some, just some great insights into what is happening. Uh, It started off as a joke. Maddie Roberts created a Facebook event July 27th called it and called it Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. (laughs) Scheduled for September 20th. After about three days, the event page took off with over 2 million Facebook RSPs. So that's like the 50 people going. (laughs) And another 2.5, what? Uh, and another 1.2 million marked as interested in attending before the site administrators took it down. Oh, which is interesting. What are they hiding? <laughs> Since then, other associated events like a music festivals uh, sprung up in place of raiding the base and will run throughout the weekend, which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. The festival ultimately attracted a th- 1,500 people into neighboring towns, according to the Associated Press. Wow. Which is... So there's two towns. So the Area 51 is kind of like there's a mountain, right? Yeah. Or I wouldn't even call it a mountain. It's like a big plateau hill sort of thing. Yeah. On one side is Rachel, Nevada. On the other side is Beatty, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to Beatty. Beatty has one hotel uh, and two restaurants, one that only serves chili dogs. <laughs> and Rachel, Nevada is home to the Little Alien Inn. Yeah. Uh, that I think has about seven rooms. So... This is this is Buckwild. Yeah. And actually, it's kind of fun uh, this weekend, if you go to Google Maps and search the traffic in Rachel, Nevada, it's all, like, deep purple. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of interesting. Of that number, 150 people traveled within sight of the Area 51 gates, and about 75 actually approached the gates Friday morning, uh, which is why we have the hashtag on Twitter right now, clap them alien cheeks. <laughs> Two individuals were detained by the local sheriff's deputies. It is unclear who was detained and why. Although, one woman allegedly attempted to duck under the gates, and a man was allegedly publicly urinating in the vicinity. <laughs> uh, some of the attendees showed up at the gates at at least 3 a.m. Wow. Um, you know, you really gotta gotta bring a sleeping bag if you want to be uh, in the head of the line to get into Area 51. Right? <laughs> anyway, you know, folks, we talk a lot of shit about 2019, but sometimes... I realize that it's moments like this where maybe, just maybe, the people understand that we're actually more powerful than the government, and maybe this is the catalyst. <laughs> maybe the maybe the man who pees on the Area 51 sign is our martyr. Could be. Anything's Could be. possible. I like it. Let's. Oh, gosh. That would be amazing to put in the history books. This is what starts it all. <laughs> this man taking a whiz. <laughs> anyway, that's my personal X-File. Nice. Yeah. 
What is next? Um, well, we're going to do some predictions, but before that, yeah. why don't you tell me a good new podcast to listen to? I got one for you. Oh, yeah? It is this one. Hello there. My name is Katie Wright, and I host Brett Easton Hell Yes, the only podcast dedicated solely to the works of Brett Easton Ellis. Who is Brett Easton Ellis, you may ask? Well, he is the author of such generation-defining novels as American Psycho, Less Than Zero, and The Rules of Attraction. He famously took on such topics as the nihilism and pessimism of the 80s, the entitlement of the wealthy, uh, and the evils of capitalism. Sounds great, right? Well, it's not that simple, because he's also the man who recently wrote a book that's just basically about how much he triggers millennials. Uh, and he's also the man who once famously said that women can't direct. Uh, there's a lot to unpack with Brett Easton Ellis. He's wonderful and terrible. I love him as much as I hate him, and I hope that in listening to this podcast, you will come to feel the same way. So please join me on my journey through the wildly inconsistent and problematic but deeply delightful sometimes works of Brett Easton Ellis on Brett Easton Hell Yes every Sunday on the Major Casts Network. Oh, that one's from uh, the Major Cast Network. It sure is. That Major Cast Network is the bestest. Not just because they have us on it, but because they have so many awesome podcasts. Yeah. Um, if you have a you know what? Hey, you know what? If you have a podcast recommendation for us, yeah, uh, you can actually email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. That's double spelled out, D-O-U-B-L-E. You, we are on Instagram, and we're on Facebook, and we're on the Twitters. Twitters is the best way to get a hold yeah, of us, I think. Yeah, at, uh, at Double X Files. And also, we love some reviews. We love reviews because they help us know that you're enjoying... Us. The show. Maybe not this episode. This one was kind of weird. This one's got a bit of a weird vibe to it. Vibe check. It's bad. <laughs> it's got some stank on it. <laughs> and it, it might have been my dog. <laughs> yeah. And I apologize. Your dog ruined this with his farts. <laughs> you can't help it. You gotta go. Okay, it's time for you to predict. I sure. didn't get any points. No, sure didn't. The only thing that was close was that the episode was like a dementor for me. <laughs> anything could happen based on a name anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game tell me courtney what's it gonna be a way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety <laughs> um so season eight episode eight 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 uh the title is sure kill all one word Sure kill? Sure kill. Um, S-U-R-E-K-I-L-L. Okay. It's uh it let's do a it's a like an assassin or a guy who was like either a police sharpshooter or from the army. Okay. And he's got a gun. Mm-hmm. And that gun has only killed. Oh, okay. Every bullet that he fires, he a kill. So a, a trained sniper with a, a gun that can't sniper. miss. And the gun keeps going off. 
He's like, I can't stop the dang thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say like a trained shooter yeah, assassin. Yeah, half, half a point for trained assassin. Half point for gun just can't stop. <laughs> half a point for spooky gun. <laughs> I'll even take a ghost gun. Yeah. If there's a ghost gun. Hey, I'll take a ghost fun. goon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> okay. I think we got to stop I this. I think we got to stop this train from rolling. Until next time, the, the truth, truth is out there. there. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.